Hey everyone, welcome to the Smiling Homeschooler Podcast. We are back with a new episode. In this selection night podcast, we answer a couple of listener questions which apply to almost every homeschooling mom. Before we begin, I want to thank Teaching Textbooks for sponsoring the Smiling Homeschooler. You can check out a free demo of their new 4.0 version of the curriculum over on their website, teachingtextbooks.com. Well, let's get going. Here's my dad, Todd Wilson. So is anybody listening? <laughs> yeah. Is anyone out there? Got 20 people right now. No way. <laughs> they're either the ones who've given up hope or they're or don't care at all. Maybe. But it is Hopefully good being not. back. Kind <laughs> of. I, I can't even say honestly that it's good to be back. Um, you know, because we were down in Florida. Um, we had our fall loop that we've done every year. And uh, it was a little different. Uh, we had some tiny COVID crowds. Uh, so that was a little harder. Um, but it was still felt pretty normal, um, which uh, is a good thing, uh, just to be surrounded by homeschooling moms and dads uh, who are all kind of down in the trenches, maybe ready to get out, tired of wearing masks. Uh, and I am tired of wearing a mask. Um, and uh, then we had some R&R with the entire Wilson family, which was a lot of fun. We were down in Florida. If you can see that we have a little bit of color to our faces, um, which is fading as like. even as we speak. Um, but, uh, uh, it snowed on Sunday here in Northern Indiana and it's like, I was driving down the road and I just wanted to bang my head on the steering wheel. I'm like, why do we live here? Um, because we had left Florida just a few days before and it was wonderfully, wonderful sunshine, 85. Um, so, um, but we're back we're back and we're kind of hit the ground running. Uh, this is a busy week for us. In just a couple of days, I get all new teeth. So uh, maybe you saw, or maybe you didn't, because I didn't really put it on the Smiling Homeschooler, but uh, uh, in 1990, well, whatever, 26 years ago, I was in a terrible car wreck, had lots of my teeth knocked out. And for the last 25 years, my teeth have been pretty good, but uh, I have a cracked tooth now and a big bridge. So they're gonna take out all these teeth. Uh, on Thursday and put them back in the same day. So we'll see how that goes. Um, uh, doesn't sound real exciting, but I'm anxious to have teeth that don't wobble. Uh, so that'll be nice. That'll be nice. Uh, but right now the uh, election is taking place and we haven't watched any of it uh, because my wife and I were out on a date. We had to go pick up something. and and uh, But on the way back, my wife is starting to follow the returns on some kind of app and it was like he got this one he got this one ah he got this one and we're like and i could feel the anxiety going up in our car even as we speak even though i'm not telling you who the he is i'm talking That's about true <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um but uh ben have you been watching very long uh no i was this evening i had to uh my daughter is has some pretty unbelievable bowel movements sometimes she's has some issues so uh the toilet was clogged for the last couple days and i took off this uh port or whatever that like you can see if it's down in the basement clogged. yeah and it was fine nothing there and i could see that the sink was draining which drains in the same pipe no problem so i knew right where it was even though i had pushed it down like 20 feet the snake i have or something crazy and it hadn't fixed it so and when he means he's pushed it down it is an it yeah well no i meant like 
I had pushed the snake in and it didn't do anything. Like oh, it, it oh. and it still was clogged. So then I had my brother run over and we twisted it around again and pushed it back down through and it and it cleared whatever it was. So well, I mean I know what it was, but you can just you know <laughs> assume. But uh, so yeah, that was I did that for a couple hours and there was something else I had to do. I don't remember, but oh, I'm working on a computer for my mom. But uh, so yeah, it was you know. I didn't get to watch it like I haven't been watching consistently, which is probably good. The first few hours is pretty so little is happening that you don't really, you know, it's just right, right. so I've been just watching on the Daily Wire and kind of keeping an eye on it and Fox or whatever. But I don't know. It's stressful. <laughs> I just hope tomorrow morning is, isn't going to work knowing, you know, so we'll see. And that's I'm hoping to. But moms, wherever you land, you know, um, uh, I hope you know that what you do in your house is really way more important way more important and i know people will say yeah but they're going to set the policy for i understand that but your kids will be impacted not by a president or by even the decisions they make but by the decisions you you make by your homeschooling every single day i'll tell you that is huge and i know sometimes you you forget that um in fact i just finished up writing the this week's uh, smiling homeschoolers so i'm going to du duplicate just a hair before we answer some questions we've got some great questions that we're going to look at but, um, you know, I, I know sometimes moms, because I talked to you while I was out on this fall loop, I know sometimes you get discouraged. You think that you're doing a lousy job homeschooling your kids. And here we are, you know, the very beginning of November. And maybe you're thinking, uh, you know, this is not working out. Uh, I, my kids would be better off. I know maybe I've been forced into this. In fact, one of the questions we have today is by someone who's just started homeschooling. Um, but uh, as I was out uh, this past uh, time, I was talking to a mom. Um, her name's Kathy. Uh, Kathy uh, was a homeschooler for uh, for her whole kids growing up. She had two boys. In fact, one of her boys died uh, recently or within the last couple of years. And uh, she was saying this and she said this and this like really stuck in my head. I mean, this is a powerful statement. She said, you know, in the last 30 years of parenting, I've made gobs of mistakes and then she said but choosing to homeschool my kids was not one of them i mean that is a really bold statement i know i don't know ben if you've ever if you could ever say oh i did this right you know i mean about anything i mean that's a i mean that takes yeah. a lot of gumption and yet this mom is has said the very same thing that i've heard other moms say and, and I would say the exact same thing. Bold statement, yes, but it is true. And you may be doubting your efforts, but one day, mom, even if you have young kids, you're gonna look back and say, you know, I made a lot of mistakes in my parenting life, but choosing to homeschool my kids was not one of them. I believe that with all my heart. So I, I hope I'm gonna turn that into a little meme that you can print out and stick on the doorpost of your mm -hmm. house and maybe remind yourself of that. Because I know sometimes when you're in the midst of it, it doesn't feel like that. Um, so uh, Ben, why don't we take a look at one of those long questions? Again, we have, there's a couple of them and they're fairly lengthy, but I thought they yeah. were good. Well, yeah, and I, I like that the lady said that because I mean that should, that's basically like I feel like a lot of the things you have true conviction in are those kind of things that you know through hell or high water, you know, you may have a lot of hardships, but you stay committed to those things. And uh, I feel like those are the things in life that really do matter. Most of the other things that I could answer that to are things like my wife, my kids, you know, my faith, you know, things like that. So 
Uh, I think that's really good. But anyway, so this is Wendy says, this is my first year homeschooling and I have been listening to your podcast for a few months now. I was looking for some help with my second grader. She seems to hate school and just be contrary most days. Uh, She can get her math and LA done in 30 minutes or less, probably in 20 minutes if she was focused. But most days days she fights me tooth and nail to do her schoolwork. She has other siblings, so we do history and science together. I've tried letting her do it on her own, sitting next to her and walking her through it. A reward chart for doing schoolwork with a happy heart. She loves reading, uh, so her reward is a book. And taking privilege away for poor attitude. And did fight me when we were homeschooling in the spring uh, with what the school sent home during COVID-19. I just wanted to know how to handle this when we have so long to go. We're on day 46 of school. Um, And then she also says... uh, just a little additional info. She appears to be average in her studies and understands most things. What she really is fighting me to do is the work. Uh, it can take upwards for an hour or more. Uh, not every day like this, but there's a handful of days like that. Uh, they're pretty simple, easy to do homeschooling curriculum. So just kind of what does she do? <laughs> uh, did you know this? Here's a little trivia. Wendy, did you know Wendy? You knew this, Ben, because you're my son. Um, but Wendy, who I also have a sister named Wendy. Wendy is... Th- the name Wendy was first used by in Peter Pan. Did you know that? Uh, I probably have heard that, but I didn't know that off the top of my head. Yes. I that's mean, crazy. whatever his name, Barry, uh, he invented the name. Huh. I think that's really cool. So anyway, uh, Wendy, let me just say you're not alone. Um, there are a lot of moms who feel exactly like you feel. In fact, uh, most moms feel like you feel. Uh, we're going to read another email and just, or another text and just, or a message in just a few seconds. And, uh, she says things that are very similar. Um, let me just say though, um, your daughter is, you you said uh, towards the end, Mm -hmm. um, that we, uh, she's not, this is not the mom who says don't use her name. Is it? I don't think so. (laughs) Don't use the, don't use the next person's name. Yeah. Um, (laughs) she, you said she appears to be average in her studies. You know, that's probably not true. Probably because she's a, she's your child. She's above average in all those studies. Now that doesn't mean she's good at everything, but she does have areas that she's really, really good in. You know, you, you say that you fight her tooth and nail to do her schoolwork. Um, you know, I understand that because uh, we have kids that we've fought, but here's, I think where we, we get sidetracked. We get caught in the battle trying to make them do the things that they're not very good at. Um, You know, the beauty of homeschooling is that we can have them do really fan the things that that they are good at. You know, um, you know, like that reward chart thing that you mentioned. You know, some kids just don't respond to those. I was one of those kids. You know, if my mom would have said, hey, you could do school. If you do this, then I will give you this. I would think. That's it. You know, I don't care. Uh, now, my wife would respond hugely to those. You know, if you gave her a peanut, she would do anything uh, or, you know, a little red star. But I just didn't. But you said that she loves reading. So her reward is a book. Wendy, your child, that's what learning really is all about. That's the, Ben, I've heard you say this that you could learn more from books than anything else. Have you ever said that? Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> pretty much the way they're this everyone's trying to teach often is from books. So, I mean, you know, it's just they think it's the wrong books or the different books. But, yeah, you can learn anything from books. 
you know, not anything. and not, not just by textbooks, right? But, but by actually just, just book reading books. good books. Yep. So I would I would not make that the reading the reward. I would make the reading school. You know, I would just have her do. I would have those things be her schoolwork. You know, yeah, maybe she still has to plug away at math and language arts. You say she that she's done in thirty minutes or less. But the things like science and history, I would make it books. I wouldn't worry about you know doing it the way a school does it. I wouldn't. I don't think it has to be a science curriculum or a history curriculum. I don't think really our kids did many just plain old history curriculum. They just read lots of good books. If you look at Sunlight or um, uh, some of the, I'm trying to think of who else is a reading-based uh, uh, curriculum, but there are tons of good books, and you know they're not they're not they're historical fiction or there's even science fiction. You know, not fiction, not science fiction like Star Trek kind, but fiction that has to do with science. Uh, type things, or maybe biographies or autobiographies, or, you know, just books on things that are of interest to your daughter. Uh, you know, I would, and that's what I would make at school. And then it won't be like she just does it for 20 minutes or 30 minutes. She'll want to do it all the time. And I think you're going to have to kind of get past the idea that maybe school has to look a certain way, because really that's what I talk to moms all about all the time. That again, if you're not smiling, your daughter's not smiling, your kids aren't smiling, I would look for a different way to do school. Um, I'm a, just a big proponent of doing things that bring out those smiles. So if I have a child who's better with his hands and he likes to work with, on things, I just let him, we just let him do a lot of that. Yes, we still plug away on some of those math skills and maybe English skills, but some of your kids are never gonna be good at math, they're never gonna be good at English. And we still plug away, but then we just focus on what they're good at. Um, so, you know, you may feel like you're on day 46. You're not on day 46 anymore. You're like on day 60 by the time we've talked about this. Um, but I would just stay, I would step back a little bit and, uh, you know, and I would avoid the battles um, or, or maybe choose your battles wisely. And then since you got a book, you got a girl who likes to read. I'd let her read tons, uh, take her to the library, you know, find a good book list and just let her read. And I think she'll learn tons. In fact, readers usually, you know, Ben was a reader. Ben learned so much stuff about stuff that we didn't even cover more than we would have covered just because he read. I was not a reader. I just went to school and I did the subjects and I got good grades. You know what? I didn't learn anything in it. I just, I knew how to play the game. Um, and I think the game's not a very good game to play to begin with. So Wendy, I would relax. I would, you know, choose your battles, only the, the really, really important ones. Uh, I wouldn't worry about history. I wouldn't worry about science. You know, if your daughter, maybe she doesn't like science or maybe uh, she doesn't like history. Maybe there's something that she does like, maybe focus some of her reading and not just on, you know, teen romance books. We wouldn't do that, um, but we would we would give her good stories like Helen Keller and about people and about events and things. And again, there are lots of lots and lots of good ones. 
I'm excited to tell you about the new 4.0 version of Teaching Textbooks that's launching soon. 4.0 is the best version yet and includes new interactive sketch modes so your child can work out the problem right within the program. It also includes new animations, audio, grade dates, search features, and stickers. It still works on computers, tablets, and smartphones. And also, if you purchase the 3.0 version now, you'll be upgraded to 4.0 as soon as it's released. You can check out the trailer and the demo over at teachingtextbooks.com. Thank you for making the Smiling Homeschooler possible. One thing I also think that, and I don't know if you mentioned this specifically because I was kind of focused on trying to get, well, figure out why the internet was down, but she also mentioned that uh, Wendy did that uh, she, her daughter hated the, you know, doing, trying to do the homeschooling this spring when the schools sent like take home stuff. You know, just again, if you know someone who's new or if you're new homeschooling and you're used to the public school, really avoid the, these things are all the, the things that have to be taught and these are this is they set the bar what average is and uh if it doesn't look like they're doing it then you're failing or whatever else uh so that was something that stood out to me is because i mean i know a lot of people think that like kind of transition to e-learning and stuff like that was you know kind of basically homeschooling but uh it still allows a lot of like taking that away from you uh and i don't necessarily think that's uh gonna be helpful um so that was one thing that jumped out at me but all right, so our second question is from uh, someone I can't mention, um, but uh, she says, I have an 11-year-old daughter who has been a huge challenge since toddlerhood. I have always homeschooled. Uh, she is number two of four children, ages 14, 11, 8, and 21 months. She has always, always been very different. She does not fit the mold at all. Struggles with life in general. Always very intense. Emotions go from zero to 100 instantly. When she is happy, everyone knows she literally jumps for joy. When she's upset, you get the picture. Her meltdowns are a bit less frequent than in the past when she was younger, but she still has several per day. When she was younger, she had many every single day. She has struggled with relationships with others, and she struggles with school. She is a tomboy and would prefer to be doing anything outside no matter what the weather, and the more active, dirty, and daring, the better. If she's inside, she prefers to do art and is very creative outside the box. She's the most perceptive and observant person I've ever met. It's hard to describe her at all, really. We've reached out many times over the years for help uh, to help her, her to self-regulate her emotions better, but we haven't really been able to find anything that we're looking for. Recently, we decided to pursue getting a formal diagnosis to see what is going on. She struggles so much. Uh, does she have some form of ADHD, Asperger's, anxiety? We don't know. We think that if we at least knew what was going on, we might be able to help her better. I don't know. Anyways, this is all to ask my question about homeschooling her. She doesn't fit the mold. She hates doing home uh, schoolwork, but she does uh, well with it overall. She hates to sit still. She thinks that she wants to go to public school because she thinks that it will solve it for her. I'm almost ready to let her try it next year just to prove it to her that it's not what she's thinking. But when I think, what if she loves it? None of my children have ever been. But I dread homeschooling this child. Day after day, I feel like crying. The decades of meltdowns and outbursts and anger has worn me down. I simply don't know how to make school less of a battle with her. If I try to do things differently, she gets upset because she thinks the kids at school are doing more and she isn't doing enough. I've tried explaining. I simply don't know what to do. How do I homeschool this child? How do I meet her needs? Where would you start unraveling this problem so her homeschooling days with her don't have to feel like something I dread so much? So hopefully you have uh, the whole answer right now. So go. <laughs> I don't know, Ben. Have you, Ben, have you ever known an intense kid who might go from 
zero to a hundred. I don't know if you're talking uh, about my mom, me, two or my daughter. Days, two or three times a day. Huh. Say that again. Who? I said my mom, me, or my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? You are all amazing people. And I think, you know, unnamed mom, um, I know this is this is such it sounds like a trite answer, but the thing is that's how God made your child. And you know, I think your assignment should be to love that child no matter what. Now, I know you love your child. I, I'm not doubting that. But sometimes we don't seem like we like them, you know, because for one, we never smile at them because they make everything hard. Oh, you know, they're happy when they're happy. And, and again, it just switches, boom, on a dime. And those kids know it when they disappoint us because our faces show it. That's what the smiling homeschooler really is all about. I want us, our children not only to smile, but I want us to be able to smile at our children, even when it's hard to smile at them. So maybe your assignment is to smile more. And I understand that idea of uh, kids feeling like they don't do enough. And But this, this child of yours is 11 years old. You know, I, they must be very perceptive, um, but I would just keep reminding them that, that they're they're ahead they're ahead of everybody else just because they're being homeschooled so i'm going to kind of start at the back and move forward i would not put your kid in in public school unless you think it is the very best thing for your child um i i i'm not into letting our kids sample things to see how bad you know to see how bad it is so they'll they'll come up with a, a right conclusion they won't come up with a right conclusion you know they're not smart enough they're dumb they don't know how to come up with a right conclusion from from the experiences that they're experiencing. So you do what you think is best. Now that said, um, I know that sometimes my wife, and she may have even said it on the show before, that there was a time that we had this one child, I won't name him, but he is a now a podcast host. Um, uh, and, you know, homeschooling was hard. And there were those battles, those constant battles. And my wife said to me one day, I remember vividly, she said, I'm not gonna homeschool him anymore. And I think he was maybe even a little older than 12, 11, maybe about 12 or 13. And what she meant was, she said, I'm not going to homeschool and we're going to work on the relationship. So they did fun things. It didn't last real long. You know, it wasn't like they took a year off. They just, they, they played outside. You said your, your daughter uh, is kind of a creative outside the box person. You know, let her do things outside the box then. She doesn't have to sit still. You know, make it so she's not sitting still. You know, maybe she's putting together things while you're reading or why, you know, maybe she's listening to on audio and she, where she can move around. Uh, you know, again, that's the beauty of homeschooling. There will come a time later on. We think that if we make our kid, we don't make our kids sit down, they're never going to be able to sit down. That's not true. You know, because after you get to be about a teenager, your blood thickens and you find you can barely move. Um, so she'll get to that point where she won't need to do that anymore. Um, uh, but I would just figure out a way that she doesn't have to do it the normal way. Um, you know, and here's the thing about meltdowns and all those things, they're going to become less frequent, but that's the way she's always probably going to be. You know, I used to think that I could take certain people and and work through those, not just that area. There are other areas too, you know, whether they're sloppy or or you know do things slowly and we think only if we could make them do faster or be 
you know, and I think we spend all that growing up time looking disappointed, always barking at them, you know, why can't you be this way? And they never change, you know? So that's why I encourage parents to enjoy their children. Um, so, uh, you know, how do you meet her needs? I would not try to confine her. I would let her not run wild like an animal, but you know, you, you let her do the things that she's good at and she will learn in the midst of those things. Um, uh, and I feel like you know, also if she, you know, if she's really aware of like, Oh, the other kids are, then that seems like she maybe does care enough to potentially, if she actually does care, then that might, she might motivate herself. Um, cause I think I was that way to some extent where I would be like, not want to do any of it. But then if I was feeling like, Oh, well I need to do this because I don't want to be behind in this or, and again, this was in my own head, not in reality, then I would kind of, you know, push myself into doing something finally. Um, so that there might be some way you could, you know, you can use that kind of that, that sense of she's wanting to, you know, ex- at least she does care enough to know that, you know, uh, it seems like it's not like she doesn't care at all. Right. Right. But even that sometimes I think is a, it's, uh, maybe, a um, a magnification. Sometimes you think that you're in a different location or a mm-hmm. different position than other it's people not, are. It's not actual reality, but it's what you, yeah, it's you're not. thinking. And I mean, it's something else like I remember, you know, there's times where I like I remember that year where mom would be like, well, then fine. I'm just not I'm just going to put you in school or whatever. And when she'd say things like that, it wasn't the response I was actually wanting. Like, um, right. I remember like the feeling of when you push hard, but your parents still is like sticking with you and not giving up felt way better. Even if I, in the moment was treating like trash or being terrible, like I still really needed and slash valued them being steady and not just giving up because like feeling like your parent gives up on you is is, is, a is terrible much feeling. worse than if you're just, you know, struggling with it every day. Um, oh, I remember one time Ben even said to me, don't give up dad. Right. You know, just because he, and I, and I remember I had a, one time I was in California, uh, San Diego, I was at a homeschool event and this kid came up to me. His mom was talking to me and she was frustrated, you know, sounding like you, uh, un- unnamed mother and every other mom who ever writes. Um, and she was like, I just don't know what to do with this kid. And this kid came behind my table, you know, or my little booth with all the books. By the way, if you have a kid, don't let him come behind my table. Um, and he came behind me and he was, he came up like he wanted to tell me a secret and tears were rolling down his cheeks. And he said, tell my mom not to put, to keep homeschooling me. Yeah, that's what she said. Tell my mom to keep homeschooling me because he wanted her to like Ben, like you said, to, you know, to stick with him and not give up on him. So I would say for your daughter, you know, don't give up on her. Um, again, maybe, maybe you have to come to the realization that she's always going to be that way. Maybe it's not your job to fix them. You know, God said he would complete what he had started in them. God's God hasn't left your daughter. God hasn't left our children on their own. Yes, he's given us them or given them us. Uh, but I don't think we can just get them perfect by the time they leave. You know, she's going to have to figure out some of those things later on. Um, 
But wouldn't it be terrible if our children went all the way through our, our home and never really felt liked um, because maybe they were different? Um, so I would work maybe not so much on her, but on you and saying, you know, I'm going to like this child. And if, again, like we just talked about with Wendy, if I have to take away some of those stressors, then I'm going to take away some of those stressors and not worry about it. Maybe she's going to learn, you know, the way she's going to learn. Maybe it is going to be outside the box. Maybe you look for things outside the box. Maybe you find things that she, that she likes to learn already on her own and do it that way. Um, but for both you moms, for all you moms, I hope you don't feel like you're the only one. Um, again, what I want for you, what I want for me, what I want for our children is I want them to feel loved and liked by their parents. Um, I want homeschool not to be a battlefield because it shouldn't be. You know, if they were in regular school, there wouldn't be a battle either. They would just either be left behind or they would figure out how to do it or, you know, or they would just, just put them on medicine. go numb. Huh? I said, or they'll just put them on medicine. Or they just put them on medicine, you know, at our home, at our homes, they get to be who they were made to be. And we get to adjust the way we teach them. Um, so, you know, that kind of takes some of the pressure off. Uh, and, you know, if you're just, if you have to just have fun, that's okay too. Um, and even uh, we should have said um, for Wendy, you know, uh, she's kind of been thrust into homeschooling. She hadn't been doing it very long. Uh, sometimes you have to kind of do a detox as we've talked before, when you're bringing them out of a school system, you know, so maybe you do, maybe you, emphasize the fun part and spend less time on the school part. Um, you know, and even right now, this is just a perfect time. Um, you know, we're kind of in that getting ready to go into Thanksgiving and I would just do lots of fun things. You know, you, you got your outside the box daughter, you know, have her cut out, you know, construction paper leaves or help have her find leaves outside and you know, identify them or don't even identify just some find as many different ones as you can and stick them on a piece of paper or make decorations or do whatever she likes to do. I'll tell you, there is huge learning in that or go to the library and get some books on fall things or um, and just enjoy having your children home. Because, again, um, like we started at the very beginning, um, as uh, my friend and uh, Kathy said in St. Louis, you know, she made a lot of mistakes, but one of the mistakes she did not make was choosing to home educate her children, homeschool her children. So you keep at it. Don't put them in school. Don't get discouraged. Don't grow weary and just keep loving your child. Hey, we're going to finish right there because we're going to go back to see the uh, election. I'm looking at an electoral map right Don't now. Tell me. I'm not going to tell you because it's all speculation. <laughs> They're, I don't, they, they make like these... Some of these, uh, whatever predictions, and there's like only 14% of the vote in. I don't know how they yeah. do that, but anyway. Is, so, uh, so we're going back to the election uh, tomorrow morning. Hopefully, we'll know who the president of the United States is going to be. Um, but right now, I know that you're the mom, and uh, you've been given a great gift to be with your kids. And this is a great week to homeschool your kids. So, um, have a great week. You know, just enjoy. Maybe you're not doing, you're not battling right now, but maybe you're not really enjoying them. Um, maybe pick a day this week because the weather's really nice here in northern Indiana. We had snow, but it's supposed to be like 60s, maybe even 70 by the end of the week. 
maybe this is a week to go rake up some of those leaves and jump in them or maybe make a special trip to go see somebody or do something outside the box you get a call at school you get to check it off your list and uh above all don't forget to smile Thanks for listening to the Smiling Homeschooler podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, we'd appreciate if you'd leave us a review over on iTunes or whatever podcast app you listen on. Also, if you'd like to check out more from us, head on over to our website, thesmilinghomeschooler.com. Check out our store where we have a bunch of books and other materials that will help encourage you. I also want to say thank you to Teaching Textbooks for sponsoring the Smiling Homeschooler podcast. Go check out the new demo for version 4.0 over at their website, teachingtextbooks.com. Have a great week, and as always, keep smiling.